Welcome to Second That with Minnesota FFA, the podcast that explores agriculture and the current happenings of our FFA members and supporters. I'm Anna Early, the Minnesota FFA reporter. And I'm Lenny Spears, the Minnesota FFA State Sentinel. And welcome to another episode of the podcast. So today we're going to be talking about some funny memories or stories that FFA members across Minnesota have experienced. And Anna and I are going to throw in some of our own personal experiences. So the first one that we have for you guys is from um, an Instagram poll that we did on Instagram. And she responded with getting lost trying to find the bathroom at a school we were visiting. I know at Minoman, our school is like a square. So um, we had someone and they were like, where's the bathroom? And we're like, well, you just follow the square around the entire school. So it's not that hard to find. But she was so lost. So I feel like this is relatable. I always relate to that when we get like down at the University of Minnesota Twin Cities campus. Whenever we were there for a competition, I was always like, oh my gosh, where is the bathroom? I can never <laughs> find it. And I had been there multiple times and I still just could never find that so yes I also completely relate um our second one is competing for the first time in Creed on my 13th birthday and getting third overall so I never competed in Creed but let me tell you an FFA competition on your birthday with a top three ranking would be pretty neat in my opinion (laughs) I would definitely agree that is so awesome. And 13th, so that means that she was probably pretty new into the FFA. So that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. The next one we have is too many to count, but definitely SLCCL. I could totally relate to that. I loved SGLC, but SLCCL was also super fun. And I feel like I've met some of the most incredible people through SLCCL. I feel like those two conferences, like you don't have to, but it's really easy if you just do them in tandem with each other like if you do SGLC first and then you go back the following year for SLCCL because that turns it into like a family reunion so you go and you already have those connections and you already have those memories and so you can just keep creating from there Um, and that's what I really enjoyed about SLCCL and attending that conference same so our next one says Mick Potoff made me give a speech about why men should not wear skinny jeans at SGLC for food man why are people hating on men wearing skinny jeans like I I kind of am okay with that trend like it's growing on me at first I was like "Ah," but now I really like it like (laughs) it's stylish I like it like they're doing great yeah I think men should be able to wear whatever they want so (laughs) Nick Potoff This one goes to you. (laughs) The next one we have is cooking microwave popcorn at National so bad that it turned into ashes. (laughs) Oh, no. I hope that you didn't set off the fire alarm because I heard some horror stories about people setting off fire alarms at National Convention. So I hope Uh that wasn't you. But honestly, the, the stories from National Convention are always what makes it memorable. Like, there's always stories that you have from every year you've gone that you're like okay this is the distinction story so my (laughs) last year going so it was my junior year actually my senior year because we still got to go last year it was my senior year and my little sister was in ninth grade so she joined FFA and um we got to go together because that's pretty cool to go with your little sister anyways we were walking around Indy and I was showing them around because that was my fourth year going I think so I was like okay guys I know all about Indianapolis and I'm going to show you around (laughs) and there's a bunch of us from Monoman because Monoman always brings so many kids I think we had like 22 last year 
Oh, wow. Yeah, we bring a lot of kids. So I'm showing around, like, maybe 10 of them. And my sister hops up on a ledge because she wants to take a picture. And I turned around, like, literally for three seconds. And I turned back around, and she was in the bushes. Like, she fell completely over into the bushes. And she was stuck down there. Her nylons were ripped. She was, like, not crying, but she was so embarrassed because (laughs) there's so many people around. Because we're in Indianapolis during National Convention. Of course, there's going to be people around. So I had to help her out of there. There was actually an egg teacher who was like, get out of the bushes. And she's like, I'm sorry, I fell. And that was like her first FFA experience. So oh, she was like no. terrified. And she's like, an advisor yelled at me. And I was like, it's okay, Sadie. They just didn't want you to like ruin the landscape. But I had to like talk to the advisor. And I was like, I'm sorry, we are just taking a picture. And she just lost her balance and fell over. And she's like, I understand. Just make sure it doesn't happen again. And this advisor <laughs> is from an entire different state. So I'll probably never see them again. But to the advisor, I'm very sorry that my little sister fell into the bushes at Indianapolis. <laughs> um, I don't think I have any crazy, well, I do have one crazy national convention story that I'm definitely saving for later. But my first trip to national convention, um, you know, that was my sophomore year and we were competing. And so we felt that we needed to bring everything and the kitchen sink in the van because we drove. So like, mm-hmm. it's not that hard to bring whatever we need. Um, so we had to rent a U-Haul trailer, like, to pull behind the van mm-hmm. because there was, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, probably, like, ten of us. Yeah, there's ten of us. So we rented a U-Haul, and I was like, well, I mean, if we have all this space, I'm going to bring my Keurig. <laughs> so I did, and, like, we used it all the time. Um, and this didn't necessarily happen at National Convention, but one time I tried to cook a potato in the microwave, and I Googled, like, how long I should cook it. And for some reason, like, it threw out some crazy long amount. And I was like, well, that doesn't seem right. But I'll try it. <laughs> like, it'll be fine. No, I charred it. It was completely, like, charred inside and out. It was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> um, and that kind of brings us into our next mm-hmm. one. Um, that's also National Convention and food related. And it says, my buddy tried to cook cookie dough in the microwave, almost burning down the hotel room. <laughs> um, so I've never tried this. But yeah, I can imagine that's probably about how that would go. Please don't cook cookie dough in your microwave. Um, you know, in the southern states, they can cook it right in their car window. However, in Minnesota, we do not have that luxury. <laughs> Um, so please be safe when operating microwaves. Why did they try to cook cookie dough anyway to make cookies? Oh, yeah, totally. I would, like, not gonna lie, that would definitely be something that I would think about. Like, you're at National Convention, it's probably like 10 o'clock, you just got back to the hotel. Like, what else could you possibly want other than, like, a nice, hot, gooey chocolate chip cookie? Like, I get it. <laughs> Okay, well, I don't think I will ever try to cook cookie dough in the microwave, but maybe I would have if I never read this, so it was a good heads up. (laughs) The next one we have is National Convention when Jess Lockwood smiled at me, and that was from our very own Allie Swanson. I'm glad you got that experience, Allie, and it's a very cool thing that happened to you. And I'm a little jealous. I never got to go to, like, the rodeos or concerts during National Convention, so I'm like, man, that that sounds really cool. So if you guys are ever at National Convention, 100% ask your advisor, like, hey, are we signed up for the concert? Or, hey, are we signed up for the rodeo? Because those are experiences that I think are really neat. And they're super good, like, networking and bonding experiences 
that sounds super awesome. Agreed. Just like our next one, uh, Washington Leadership Conference or any state slash region camp, 10 out of 10, 12 out of 10, would highly recommend. <laughs> Washington Leadership Conference was awesome. All of the state conferences, awesome. Any region conferences that are offered, awesome. Like, it starts at your region. You got to get to know the people that are really close to you to kind of start branching out. Um, so if you are a new and upcoming FFA member, take this advice, please attend a region conference and then attend a state conference. And a couple down years down the road, I would highly recommend trying out the Washington Leadership Conference too. Ditto to what Anna said. I never went to the the Washington Leadership Conference, but I really wish I would have. It sounded so cool. So if you get the opportunity to do that, I think they can like raise money for scholarships and things like that. So um, just try it because I wish I would have. And it's never good to regret not doing something. The next one we have is alarms at camp going off at 4.30 a.m. and the region president sleeping right through it. <laughs> oh, no. I remember hearing about this. <laughs> so do I. I think I've heard this story multiple times from multiple different people. And it always changes. Yes. <laughs> but honestly... If I was tired and going through camp and facilitating camp, I might sleep through a 4.30 a.m. fire alarm as well. So, yeah, definitely would. 100%. No questions. <laughs> Alrighty. Our next one is, I got pied in the face at Region 5 LTC. LTC is Region 5's Leading the Challenge conference. It's like their spring-winter conference. Um, and much like this member, I also got pied in the face that day. Um, however, she was pied in the face pretty, like, intense. Um, yeah, we all had to, like, take showers afterwards before we could go do rec time because we had whipped cream everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we did that at Region 1, too. We were like, okay, the... So we had region officers and then people had to bring in like canned food and every box had a region officers like Snapchat Bitmoji on it. So whoever's box yep. got filled the highest with canned food, then they would get pied in the face. So that was always a good time. I think we did it two years in a row and then we couldn't do it again because we had a virtual one. But honestly, they should have done it virtually. Like they should have just been like, OK, everyone vote. And then someone should just put pied in the face yeah. to keep the tra tradition That's going. Really cool. <laughs> okay the next one we have is being a region officer and honestly I can attest to this I love being a region officer and I think my entire team could probably say the same thing it's a great opportunity um if you ever get the chance to apply you should apply and just try it out um even if you don't get on the team just the interview process and the application process is going to help you out like with any job interview you ever do or anything like that I could say the same thing for state office it's just like that's probably one of the most rigorous interview processes I'll ever have to go through. So everything else is going to be like, you know, like I'll be ready for it. So that's one good thing about being a regional officer. But there's many, many, many things that are good about it. Yeah, retweet what Lainey said 100%. Um, but if re being a regional officer or a state officer isn't your thing, you can always um, sign up to select the region officer teams or the state officer teams by applying to be on the nominating committee, which is also a really good way to see if maybe that office position is something that you're interested in because you kind of get the insider scoop 
on you know what they're looking for and all of the different things that these officers will be doing so I think if you're kind of on the fence about it try out NOMCOM first and really just kind of go from there on what you think you like yeah definitely so our next one says chapter lock-ins whether it's swimming at 11 p.m or playing one night ultimate werewolf until 2 a.m <laughs> so my chapter has never had a chapter lock-in um, but I have played One Night Ultimate Werewolf, and I will say that it is a very fun game. Um, and playing that with a group of FFA members would probably be a phenomenal experience. Um, I know I brought kind of a similar game, but not really a similar game, Spot It to SLCCO one year. And I kid you not, we probably had like 15 kids <laughs> sitting around the circle playing that game. So if we've learned one thing, it's that FFA members love card games board games any type of games um and yes i can attest to that it is super fun i love card games and board games i feel like i've never met one person who was like no i'm not playing that game except for me when you try to make me play monopoly but other than that (laughs) i hate monopoly but every other board game i think i i would do uh the next one we have is getting lost on rental bikes at state convention (laughs) Okay, our bikes specifically would not let us go on the rental bikes or the rental scooters. Us too. Because people would get lost or people would hurt themselves. But last year going to National Convention, our advisors, Mr. Francis and Mrs. Bennickson, decided that they could go on the rental scooters. And Mr. Francis fell off his rental scooter. So that was revenge or karma, whatever you want to call it. But honestly... I think that is so funny because I have heard so many people have horror stories about the rental bikes from state convention. So if you have learned anything from this podcast, it's to steer clear of the rental bikes. I We were never allowed to go on them at state convention either, but our conduct of chapter meetings team at state convention told my advisor, Mr. Cole, they're like, Mr. Cole, if we get first place and go to nationals, you owe us all like enough money to go on these on like the lime scooters and mr cole was like yeah haha okay funny funny well we got to national convention with them and he he followed through and do you know like the fountain in downtown Uh indy so they took the scooters like around the fountain for probably a good like 15 minutes (laughs) at national convention (laughs) So always an interesting experience, but yeah, those things can be dangerous. They go way faster than I think mm-hmm. anybody realizes. Um, so yeah, I would I would be safe. Maybe bring a helmet yeah. if you do decide <laughs> to wear them. Um, our next one is winning nationals as a team two consecutive years in a row. Wow, congratulations! That's phenomenal. Um, a lot of our members, you know, they get to nationals, but saying you've won nationals, let alone winning it twice, that is really cool. I've competed at nationals twice. We never um, placed first, but, you know, the competition atmosphere in general was just super neat and a once in a lifetime experience. Yeah, sure. we always just went to national convention for fun, like not for fun. We obviously did like the workshops and things like that, but um, we haven't had anyone go to nationals in like a very long time. So just the fact that someone from Minnesota can say that they won it twice, like super cool. The next one we have is watching the 2019-2020 state officer team eating watermelon at SGLC. <laughs> That's that is the funnest time oh, no. at SGLC. But I remember my year, the state officers 
or maybe it was the region presidents and maybe it was at SLCCL. Anyway, someone definitely choked on their watermelon. And so they were like sitting in the back, whatever, choking on their watermelon and they continued to do it. They continued to eat. Like you could hear them coughing and like gagging and stuff, but they continued to do it because they're like, I'm going to win. But anyways, yeah, I remember that. And then they had their polos on and everything or their button ups and they had watermelon and watermelon seeds all over their polos. It's like, why would you wear those when you're eating watermelon? That doesn't make sense. Yeah, I remember doing it as a region president. And, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't enjoy it that much. (laughs) Um, I like watermelon. I like eating my watermelon to be a pleasant experience. Um, And that one maybe wasn't just because I had to eat it so fast. Like, I didn't even taste it. Um, And I think I only got a couple slices. And so I was kind of sad that I had to eat it that fast. But I think the girls ended up pulling out the win. Um, So that's what matters at the end of the day. Um, our next one is going out to eat after contests and the bus ride home and always oh. laughing. If this isn't the epitome of FFA as a whole, I don't know what is. Like, this is seriously just what embodies being an FFA member. Um, I remember coming home from one of our regional contests. We stopped at Dairy Queen um, and I sat down with my advisor and a couple of my teammates and somebody got my advisor's burger, and then my advisor got somebody else's burger. But my advisor, so he loves, like, spicy things. Um, so he ordered, like, this spicy jalapeno burger. Um, and they had already, like, taken a bite out of it, so they couldn't, like, exchange burgers. But I remember that they suffered for quite a while um, on the bus ride home. <laughs> I love that. That's such, like, a wholesome answer, because I feel like everybody in FFA could, like, say... Yeah, I love the bus ride home, even if we sleep the entire time. Like, I like the bus ride there because everyone's so hype and so ready to go. The bus ride home, everyone's like still hype, but then like halfway through your trip, everyone's like passed out in the back of the bus. But I love those. I love that answer specifically. The next one we have is accidentally set off security alarms after we went to Lowe's. Well, I mean, as long as you did nothing wrong and it was an accident, I think it's okay. But honestly, I would be terrified if that was me. Like, I I am not rebellious at all. Not that anyone should be rebellious when they go to Lowe's. But honestly, I would be terrified. I would be shaken. I'd be like, I'm sorry. I did nothing wrong. I know. I always get so worried whenever I go through, like, the yeah. little beeper thingies. And, like, it goes off. And then, like, I walk back into the store and I'm like... I'm so sorry and they're like no it's okay like we probably just left a security <laughs> tag and they're like I'm so sorry like I just feel so bad like the same thing with like going into a store and leaving without purchasing something like I just feel like that is illegal and I don't know why <laughs> so our next one is having a legislator offer to cook me a squirrel huh um you know I can't say I have ever experienced anything remotely close to that um this comes from past state officer maddie smith so maddie if you are listening to this um (laughs) we would love some more details on if this actually happened and how it tasted because i'm a little honestly when we went to legislative visits i feel like we didn't get to like be that personal with them because it was over zoom so maybe if we were, like, with them, yeah. they would have just shown their, like, real authentic self, and they would have asked to cook us a squirrel as well. So I'm a little sad that no one offered to cook us a squirrel, but I'm happy for you, Maddie. I hope yeah. I hope you didn't actually take up the offer and eat it, but 
that's besides the point. <laughs> so the next one we have is small animal CDE last year. I've never done the small CDE, small animal CDE. Have you, Anna? No, I haven't. Yeah, I, I know a really lot of people who do it. There's a couple people from Region 1 who are like diehard small animal CDE people. But honestly, I love CDEs so much. Me too. Me too. All right. And our final one from our Instagram poll is we ran out of gas <laughs> on an FFA trip. Oh, this would be terrible. I can just imagine like if we left late for an event or something. So our advisor's like in a huge rush and forgets to put gas in the van. And then we like, I can just picture this. Like we get probably like a block away from where we need to be. And the van just goes <laughs> do, 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 and runs the gas. Like I can 100% picture an FFA advisor be like, well, start literally. Walking, guys. <laughs> because, oh my God. I can literally picture an advisor just like okay guys hop out we're gonna have to start walking and i can literally picture that in my head i don't know if mrs bendixson would do that but mr francis would definitely do that i feel like mrs bendixson is like okay i got so many contacts i'm gonna call one of my egg teacher friends that lives nearby and they're gonna come help us out but mr francis he would just be like okay let's go for a walk be like okay sounds good yeah mr cole would 100 percent do the same and like for one contest um since sparbo mm-hmm. farms is right in litchfield we would bring like the some of the, like the the live birds and like the eggs yeah for the poultry contest and so we'd get on this bus and we'd have i forget if it was like three or four <laughs> live chickens with us so i can just imagine that if this happened on that particular day Somebody would be carrying the chickens, somebody would be carrying the eggs, and Mr. Cole would just have that look on his face like, are oh, you kidding me? So funny. <laughs> okay, Anna, well, I'm going to share my best FFA story with you. And honestly, I'm so sorry to the other person that's involved in this story, but it's the best story I have, and I'm going to continue to tell it, honestly, till, probably till the day I die. But we were at state convention, and I think it was my junior year, and it was this other kid's sophomore year. He was a grade younger than me. And I had just gotten done competing in the nursery landscape CDE. And one of the um, identification, like, trees that we have is a Kentucky coffee bean tree. And I love this tree. It's super cool, except for it, like, sheds its... They have huge, like, pods that grow on them, right? And inside, there's little beans, and they're called you know, Kentucky coffee beans. And the name is Kentucky coffee beans. So I assumed that, you know, you could eat them and that they're edible, right? Well, I was a little bit wrong. But before I found this out, I was like, okay, Nathan, I have a Kentucky coffee bean pod because I took the pod with me because I wanted to show my friends and I wanted to be like, hey, this is this is this and blah, blah. I'm so cool because I know my trees. Um, but anyways, I was like, Nathan, you should eat this this bean. I feel like it would be really tasty. Let me know how it tastes. And if it tastes good, then I'll eat it too. So we're in the back of the bus and everyone's just like watching Nathan eat this bean, right? And he's like, well, I think I should probably eat a little bit of the pod too because it's a little bit easier to like eat because the Kentucky coffee bean is kind of hard. So he's like trying to smash it so he could eat it. All this stuff. Anyways, he eats the bean, oh, no. eats part of the pod. And like 15 minutes later, he's like, Lenny, I don't really feel, I don't really feel so good. Like, I think that that bean made me feel sick. And I was like, oh no, it didn't make you sick, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, he looks at me, he's like tearing oh, up, no. not because he's like 
trying to cry just because like it's making him like salivate and tear up and I was like oh my gosh oh gosh I just I just am I'm gonna kill this kid like I thought for sure that he was gonna die because he was like literally salivating at the mouth I look it up on like safari and I'm like are Kentucky toffee beans toxic to humans or whatever and the first thing that pops up is do not put Kentucky coffee bean trees in your fields or in your pastures because they're toxic to humans and pets. And I was like, oh boy. Oh no. So I immediately like called my advisor and I was like, Mrs. Well, at the time it was Mrs. Cardinal, but I was like, Mrs. Cardinal, um, Nathan just just ate something and I told him to eat it and I'm pretty sure it's poisonous and he's he's not feeling so good. And I'm really sorry, but I'm not sure what to do, basically, the whole thing. And I felt so bad to Nathan, but I was trying to, like, keep up my, like, you know, like, everything's okay. So I I didn't want to seem scared. And I was like, okay, Nathan. I got off the phone with my advisor, and I was like, okay, Nathan, we need to go chug some water. And we're going to go to McDonald's, okay? And you're going to eat some food, and you're going to whatever. And at this time, Mrs. Bendixson is, like, you know, like, try not to freak out but she's like calling her friends that are like health professionals and she's like what should they do um so she's texting me drink water you know like whatever so ultimately he was okay we had to do a couple different things to make him feel better but ultimately he was okay he stayed on the trip um but I still remember that story and I will still always be remembered as the person at Monoman that almost killed Nathan's deck and fun fact I still have one of the <coughs> Kentucky coffee bean you know, pods or little beans that I took um, in my FFA jacket. It was in my chapter jacket, then it was in my region jacket, and now it's in my state jacket. So it'll always be there. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That could have ended very bad. Um, But no, my favorite FFA memory is it also involves eating something except we were supposed to eat these so it's not really at all similar to yours um so my first time in attendance at national convention we were on our way home and this was like our last stop before we did the final leg to drive back to litchfield and we had stopped at like wisconsin dells you know lake delton um and our big thing over the entire course of the <laughs> National Convention was pizza. Like, I know somebody that went on that trip, and she still has not eaten pizza since then. And that was my yeah. sophomore year. Like, we had it that much. Um, so, of course, we were like, oh, let's order Domino's, because who doesn't love Domino's? And we were like, you know what? We really want to get something, like, more than just pizza. So we got <laughs> Domino's lava cakes. And I had never had them before, whatever. Um and normally I did like the ordering of the pizza because my advisor deemed me <laughs> most responsible. Um, and thinking back to sophomore me, that maybe was his first mistake. But one of my teammates was like, no, I want to order it this time, Anna. And I was like, okay, like, go ahead. And so we had it all like written down, like what we wanted. And so he calls and he orders, like each of us wanted a lava cake. So he said, like, 10 lava cakes. And he had asked, like, how many lava cakes come in a box? And they had said two. And he still said that he wanted, like, 10. Um, So the pizza comes. And we have just an absurd (laughs) amount of lava cakes. (laughs) 20, if you were wondering. Um, And this is at the point when we realized that he had maybe not quite 
been as specific as he should have been. So we ended up with 20 lava cakes and we still probably had like four boxes left over the next morning. We took them back to Minnesota with us. Um, (laughs) Heck, I remember eating them uh, at my kitchen table like the next day when we got back. Um, And then also when we came back into town, so at that national convention, we had placed fourth overall in conductive chapter meetings, and we were really excited. Um, Our administration in our town was super excited. And so they welcomed us into town with like the all the fire trucks and like the rescue vehicles that we had. And they actually let us like ride on (laughs) them with our plaques through town. Um, Yeah, it was just a phenomenal experience. Um, and that year we had our conduct of chapter meetings team. And then we also had, I believe it was a prepared public speaker. Um, so we had a pretty full fire truck, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's always something that I will never forget. And anytime <laughs> I order a lava cake from Domino's, <laughs> I always think, oh man, I hope I don't end up with 20 of these puffies again. Oh, that's that such a good story. <laughs> well, okay. Sounds good. That's all we have and with today, that. Honey. We hope that you have been able to say second that along with us today. Thank you for joining us on this episode of second that with Minnesota FFA.